Hello and welcome to We're Listening, the podcast all about Frasier. I'm Will and this week I'm joined by Jacob Reed, uh, a huge Frasier fan, to tell us about something very exciting indeed that is happening in the Frasier community right now. Firstly, before we get to the amazing project that you are kind of, is it fair to say you're at the helm of the project? Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before we before we get to that then, the, the project that you're helming, tell us a little bit about yourself, Jacob, and how you came to love Frasier. Oh, wow. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I am a uh, writer, director, visual artist. Um. I mostly work in comedy, but not exclusively. And I... Uh, when I was growing up, I watched Frasier. It was, you know, during its original run, I would watch a lot of those uh, out here in the US. It was NBC, but, um, you know, Seinfeld, Frasier, all those shows were kind of on around the same time. Mm -hmm. And then as I got older, I think I just had a deeper appreciation of it. I I would just watch it a lot on, um, you know, repeats and then on DVD and then eventually on streaming. And um, it's not as like culturally zeitgeisty as something like you know friends maybe uh, friends is huge and i think people got really invested um both when it was on the air and then and then um you know later on streaming in like the melodrama of those relationships right and fraser doesn't really have that in a way that we get invested in and Mm -hmm. something like seinfeld um, you know, obviously so funny, but also codified all of these things in the world that we didn't have names for, but we'd yeah. all experienced. And I think that's like the staying part of the staying power of Seinfeld. I think all of them are great shows, but Frasier is to me more underrated. It, it, it's almost like, um, you know, obviously the writing, the acting, all of that is very top notch, but it feels more like uh, uh, stage plays or it, it just feels yeah. more farcical. And so I think it's something that a lot of people love and one thing that's been really fun about working on this project for me because I've not had a ton of conversations about Frasier uh, until <laughs> you know the last six months I feel like I've not had a ton of conversations that are about anything else but Frasier yeah um, but getting to talk to people who are also fans of the show it's clear how how much it means to people all over the world and so it's it's been really fun to get to share that with people. Yeah, that that's amazing. Um, some of the things you've touched upon there, we've had other people come on the show and talk about the fact that Frasier, it's got this kind of deeper resonance in terms of its writing and its kind of intellectual, the kind of intellectual power behind the show. And yeah, the the, the allusions there to kind of it being a stage play and it having those dramatic elements that maybe a, a show like Friends didn't have um mm-hmm. is is something that a lot of people have touched upon i've mentioned this on the podcast before but i mean i used to work in a kind of windowless locked cash office uh, as a part-time job cashing up oh, uh, the business's takings and i would i someone on the internet had shared the google drive of audio of every episode that they'd ripped wow to google wow sadly no longer exists but i would just sit there listening to the audio of the episodes mm-hmm. like an audiobook and I'm, i've seen them so many times that i didn't need to see them visually but i also think Mm -hmm. even a complete greenhorn hearing that for the first time 
would would be able to appreciate it audio only in a way that you just couldn't with a show like The Office, which is all about facial expressions and yeah, you know, dramatic pauses and silences. Um, so yeah, I think you're touching on some really kind of interesting things there that that you're certainly not alone in thinking. Um, but the reason, obviously, there's a sorry, there's, sorry, carry you on. Know, very very gifted uh, um, physical performances on Frasier yeah. too. Yeah, right. Of but course. you're but you're right. Like the 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 jokes per minute wise. It's just so punchy. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it's so great. Zippy. I'm a big, yeah. big fan. Yeah, amazing. Well, the reason that we've we've kind of been very lucky to, to kind of have you on to talk about your amazing project and a project that, of course, hundreds of people, as we're going to find out, are a part of, is our Frasier <laughs> remake. It premieres on October 11th. But before people can watch this premiere, they need to know what it is. What is our Frasier remake? Yeah, so our Frasier remake is a collaborative episode remake uh, where uh, myself and I, I, I don't, I've been saying 100 plus, I think the total is 130 something different wow. um, filmmakers, animators, visual artists from uh, all, all around the United States, but also um, uh, the UK, both both England and Scotland. Um Ireland, France, Spain, Brazil, Israel, Australia, uh, Netherlands. I'm sure I'm forgetting some places, but there's people from all over the world contributing. And uh, basically what I've done is I've taken an episode of Frasier, chopped it up into um, a little under 206-ish second chunks, five to 10 second chunks, depending on the on the chunk. And then mm -hmm. different artists are remaking it in their own um, in their own visual style. So there's a lot of different animation. There's some live action. Um, there's puppets. There's uh, like dolls. There's uh, these weird uh, claymation worm things. It's wow. it. it um, I don't know if you guys have Adult Swim in the UK. I'm familiar with it as a as because I think it used to air on here in the UK. I think in evenings on Cartoon Network is how you watch yes. Adult Swim here. Um, yeah. But yeah, I know shows like, well, remind me of shows that started on there. Oh I thought gosh. Rick and uh, Morty might have started on there, but. If not, it's that style. Like I think yeah, Rick and Morty yeah. out here was Fox, but they were they were doing this thing where they were trying to replicate that kind of indie underground, like almost like late night screening feel. And so the way I like to describe this to people is it almost feels like if Adult Swim rebooted Frasier. And so what this is something line. I was thinking about doing. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about doing this for a while. And then when... um just because I'm a Frasier fan. And when I heard that they might be, um, you know, re reviving the show, mm. uh, I, as a fan have all kinds of opinions about that and, and everyone's different, but I'm, I'm, while I'm very much rooting for it, I, I think it's a real high bar to clear, right? Like yeah. you're taking one, a show that won 37 won Emmys, I think. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's like, um, it's like re, yeah, it's like it's, re, it's like remaking Harry Potter. It's such a, it's such big shoes to fill that yeah. it seems yeah. like an impossible task, and so, um, it just felt like a fun thing to. There, there's, there's a history online of of fun projects like this. There's um, some of them are called reanim, like something reanimated, and then a bunch of animators will participate. Or one of the first ones was um, Star Wars Uncut, or there's been um. 
our RoboCop remake, our Footloose remake. And so th the template was there. I, I didn't invent that, certainly. Um, but it just felt like something where I could combine my love of visual arts and my Frasier fandom and get a bunch of fun people involved. And we're, yeah, we're remaking only one episode uh, because <laughs> it's so much work. But, well, um, my, but yeah. my question there is, firstly, is it a surprise which episode has been remade? And if no. so, okay, it's not. Is that public knowledge? Have you revealed that yet? Uh, I think so, but not like not with a big like official anything, just somewhere in all the drivel I've written about this. <laughs> in in, like, in I, which case, I wasn't trying I'm, to hide it. I might, I might, in which case, maybe just keep it under wraps and let it be a surprise. I don't know, because I feel like. My, Steve and I, when we found your your channel, and I kind of the more I've looked around at clips and things, I admittedly I've only kind of you know I've looked at them a few times. If I sat down and really tried to pass what episode it is, I might be able. I bet to, you could. I could probably. Yeah, I bet you. I bet out. you'd figure it out. Um, um, I, I. Do you want me? To, I'll, I'll keep it. I'll keep it a surprise. But I will say that the the reason that I chose the episode that we are remaking is. Uh, besides being one of my favorite episodes, to me, it's very uh, meta and it's about purpose. In which, and... in which case, I think it's my coffee with Niles. Yes. Oh, I mean, that it. sounds like a good guess. That sounds like a good guess. It's sounds like say. a good guess. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's kind of it's hard for me to express how how amazing and how creative this project is, because this is a oh, podcast and people need to go and see it visually. So obviously, at, you know, at our Fraser pod, um, at our Fraser remake um, for that. We're Fraser pod. You are Fraser remake. Go and <laughs> go and look at this on Instagram. People that are listening. But so you, you alluded to some of the different art styles and visual styles that people are kind of contributing which of course they just look fantastic was that kind of a driving force for you you wanted as many different visual types and genres and influences as much as possible is that what you really wanted and because some of them are like really abstract and i think in many ways the abstract ones are the ones i'm going to find most interesting like how can you abstract yeah. fraser in some ways yeah it's been it's been super fun. So yeah, a big part of it was um, as many different visuals as styles as possible. Both because mm -hmm. to me that's really fun, but also I, I think as a as an art piece, the making of this episode is both a celebration of of Frasier, especially you know on the 30th anniversary of when it first came out. Yeah. But it's also a, a bit of a critique on the endless remake culture that we're in right now. And it, yeah. it's, it's, you know, no, certainly no fault of anyone who's working on the show. I think right now, if you want to sell a show, the best way to do it is to have pre-existing IP. Yeah. A, a big part of it to me is like, I, I want it to feel as diverse as the fandom is. And so, and I want it to feel like the fact that it's being remade is so front and center, right? Like, mm. it's not like, hey, this is another sitcom and it's great. And we're kind of hiding the fact that it's a remake. Every couple of seconds, it literally is remade in front of your eyes. And so yeah. it it's constantly visually changing. Um, yeah. yeah. Which I think is fun. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's incredibly fun. I think, you know, it, it's the kind of project that's going to have so much rewatch 
mm. kind of reward because there will be so many different styles that you will have missed. There'll be different things to kind of zoom in on and appreciate. And then before you even, once you've even got over the amazing visual side of things, it's like, wow, this is my coffee with Niles told in a way it was never meant to be told. And that's what makes it so good. Um, and it's just, yeah, I mean, you say it's one episode. I can't even imagine, obviously, the, the kind of time and effort this takes. Do, so are, much are, are there <laughs> are there murmurings or rumblings amongst the 130 army strong that maybe you want to do another one at some point? Oh, or is God. this going to be a, a beautiful single project? Um, I think that my involvement as is, it will probably be a, a singular project. Um, mm-hmm. I I, there's a couple things I'm kind of doing very purposefully about the way we're making it. So as one example, every artist um, has actually like signed a contract that they retain the ownership to whatever they made. So I can't go do anything with this to make money off of it, which is by design. Um, Yeah. uh, And I think if there was though, like if, right now we're in a you know we're in a writer's strike and an actor strike out here so i'm i'm not coordinating with paramount at all uh nor if i tried to um but i think if there was a world where let's say kelsey grammar called me up or someone was like hey we want to give you a budget to remake a bunch more episodes yeah maybe that would be you know i would love to get some of the there's so many incredibly talented people working on this and everyone's kind of doing it as a labor of love and if there was a way to uh, um, facilitate getting them paid for doing other work like this. I'd love to be a part of that. If anyone else wants to make an episode, I'm happy <laughs> to share my playbook with you. I think um, this has taken up so much more time than I expected it to, <laughs> and I, I and I expected it to take. I expected it to take a lot of time. Mm. Um, there's also, I, I will say, it's it's not something that that anyone could tell about the project yet. We're about to announce it. So this is depending on when this comes out, it, it may be an exclusive, but um, it, I'm going to actually release two different versions of the episode. So the visuals will be the same on both, but one will be all brand new visuals and then the exact same audio that aired originally. So it'll be what you're used to. It'll be the nostalgia. It'll be all of that. It also might get taken down by copyright bots. Um, and then there's a, a second version of it um, which is the one I'm I'm actually maybe more excited about, where we are uh, redubbing all of the vocal performances with really fun um, actors from from shows, people who've done voices on, you know, Adventure Time, Bob's Burgers, uh, wow, a ton of great shows, um, and th- those are some of the names that I'm hopefully announcing very soon. And then we've replaced the laugh track with this very cool kind of Birdman esque jazz drum solo that kind of rises and falls with so it, it's a completely it, i want it to feel both like something familiar and something mm. that's completely original and new um and so in addition to all of the wrangling of the animators and filmmakers i've also been doing vo sessions with different actors and getting new original music and it's um it's a whole it's, 
it's a whole thing. I'm going to be so glad to share it with everyone. I, I don't personally need to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it sounds like a Herculean task, um, kind of spearheading and bringing this together. And how exciting the two different projects that you've mentioned as well, the two different versions of this this remake that we're going to get. Um, I just could not be more excited about this. We, you know, hosting this kind of podcast and the people that listen to this kind of podcast we know Frasier inside out. That is why we're doing this podcast, because we pick it apart and we have fun with Easter eggs and bits it's of trivia. True. So your... The trivia you guys do is like insane. <laughs> like I, I, some of it, I'm just like, how would you ever know that? That's why I never do very well. But <laughs> but the kind <laughs> of people listening to this podcast and the community that we have, it's just they're going to love this because it's just... Yeah. It's as you say, it is familiar and it's nostalgic and it's comforting, which is all the things we love about the show. But it's also exciting and a bit experimental and coming at a time when, I mean, it's it's kind of experimental that they're even continuing the show in the way that they are. So it's coming at a perfect time where Frasier's back in in the zeitgeist in some ways. I agree with you. It was never fully in there in a way that maybe a, a show like Friends or Seinfeld was, but it's certainly back in the public eye. So this it couldn't be timed better. So October 11th is the release date that we're looking at. Um, where can people listening to this episode watch it, find it? Can they, is yeah. it free? Can they donate? Talk to us about the kind of logistics of viewing oh, this thing. I wish I had, I had had the technical knowledge to set up some kind of donation thing to to split amongst all of the artists working on it um as as of now though it, it yeah it's just going to be released for free it will be on uh definitely on youtube our fraser remake is the name is our name on youtube and that will go live at um midnight new york time on october 11th so that we're having a little bit of of fun uh with the official reboot by coming out the day before yeah i love uh, that i love the just... our our remake their remake <laughs> i love that i love it's, that i really wish them the best and i mean that so sincerely i think there's something the way that the way that attention spans and media is right now i think you kind of have to do something to a little bit be snarky or to be yeah you know, to have a, a even a manufactured rivalry. Um, but yeah, it'll be online on October 11th. Um, if anyone who's listening to this is in the Los Angeles area, we have a screening at a, a wonderful theater called Vidiots on um, October 7th, Saturday, October 7th at noon. There also is, um, there's nothing I can announce officially, but there are groups of people trying to get screenings going in... Um, in Seattle, San Francisco, Austin, and New York. Obviously, those are all in the U.S., but then there is also a group. Uh, I, I don't want to say the name of the theater in case it ends up not happening, but there is a group trying to make a screening happen in London. Um, oh, cool. So uh, if anyone listening to this would like to see it at a theater, um, if you go to uh, ourfraserremake.com, somewhere under screenings, there's like a form you can fill out that just says like, I'm interested. And that will help us basically go to these theaters and say, Hey, 80 people said they would show up uh, if you do this screening without advertising it yet. So like, you know, do the screening and the screening is um, the episodes about 23 minutes long. Uh, as you know, the screening is really fun. I've been having a really fun time curating it. I hope I wish more people would ever see that, but it's basically about half an hour beforehand of um uh, behind the scenes stuff of different artists working on oh, their batches, wow. um, weird kind of 
VHS oddities from 1993, like different Frasier promos and stuff like that. And then other um, comedic and animated shorts from the different artists working on our Frasier remake. And, and many of them are, are um, earlier in their career artists, but there's just as many people who are, you know, working directors, animators, cartoonists. Um, there's a guy doing a batch who is one of the animators on the Simpsons. Like there, you know, there's, uh, the talent pool is really, really incredible. So if 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 you can sign up for a screening, please do, because they're going to be really, really cool. And the screening is um, that hour of programming won't ever be put online. So that's something that you can only see. Uh, I was just about to ask, actually. So that kind of awesome oddities, Easter eggs, behind the scenes stuff, that is a kind of screening exclusive. That is something that's, I, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, because otherwise it, it's... I have to like clear all of it. And I mean, with everything we're doing, I'm like reaching out to different people to get permission and, and course, I'm trying yeah. to do it as much as possible with like, you know, certainly no artists are are involved that aren't, that haven't given their consent. Um, I, I don't know what the legal area is with <laughs> Paramount. I, I'm hoping that we're kind of, you know, and now I'm on the record saying this, so I hope that doesn't come back to bite me. But I I, I think that because it's parody and criticism, we're okay. Mm. I also think we're kind of helping them promote something. So hopefully they won't come after us. But I also, you know, all of the screenings we're doing, we're only screening at theaters that are nonprofits. Um, so we're, we're doing everything we can to not make money off of it because um, yeah, that yeah. feels icky. Um, but, <laughs> but the idea of putting the screening online with all of the different bits and pieces it's just too is, messy yeah too messy for me at the moment with my current bandwidth of course of course and i'm sure it's been stretched um but yeah the i mean the the extent of my legal knowledge is the the nathan for you episode where he uses parody law to riff on starbucks so mm -hmm. i you know i'm sure i'm sure you're going to be hopefully in, in safe safe waters but i i, I so just too. A, could... a friend of mine actually produced that and so i remember talking to him when they were really? doing starbucks and about like and they, I mean, they still got, they definitely got a cease and desist and all that, but that was kind of par for the course with that sort of thing. I think yeah. that was part of their goal. Yeah. 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 Uh, brilliant. I mean, I've got a couple of just last minute questions before we wrap, Please, up, yeah. wrap up the episode. So you've kind of touched on it um, and you don't need to say any more if you don't want to, but yeah, your, your kind of thoughts on, on the continuation, you kind of wish them all the best, but there's maybe a, a healthy dose of skepticism there, because if I'm being brutally honest, that's that's how I feel. And I've been quite honest with listeners that that's how I feel. I'll be honest, the trailer that aired recently didn't didn't do much for me. It, it looked a little bit How I Met Your Mother-esque with Frasier as the main character. Sure, which How I Met Your Mother is a, a great show. Um, I... I... I think it is just an impossibly high bar to clear mm. that if they pull it off, it, it'll be really incredible. Um, I also, uh, one kind of comment that people have made a lot is, you know, uh, when Frasier spun off from Cheers, everyone expected it to be terrible. And, you know, one of the best shows of all time that we That's all love. True. So That's very true. you got to give it a chance. The flip side of that, though, is like, well, when they spun off from, from Cheers, it wasn't called cheers it was a brand new show right mm. and it felt like a brand new show and so i hope that this new show feels like a brand new show i think um there's so many talented people who are clearly involved that uh it, you know but it it just seems so i'm cautiously optimistic i know yeah. how hard it is to make anything happen in this world yes creatively 
and to to especially doing it at a network has got to be so hard. I know there's so much talent involved, and I I um I hope it's really good. Yeah, no, I think I think you've got a kind of really refreshing and and kind of great outlook on it. I think I'm. I think sometimes I'm a bit too cynical and, you know, act like I'm world weary on this podcast. Oh, will it be any good? But I think well, you... it's something that you love. It's it's yeah. hard when someone takes something you love and changes it. And I, I mean, I will say with with as 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 hopeful as I am for everyone working on that show and for that show to be good. Mm. It's not something I personally am super eager to go watch. Um, Yeah. I'm I, so, I think I think I'm I think I'm similar but I think yeah I think your your kind of background and and kind of working with the artists that you have worked with and just kind of being maybe more far more attuned than I am to the kind of creative side of this industry and the difficulties people face I think I should have maybe a little bit more empathy and a little bit more kind of yeah let's see what happens let's give them their their due and, and oh my know. gosh for some of I mean I don't know all of I don't know the the history of all of the actors working on the show I'm assuming based on what I do know it's a mix of of new faces and old faces even seems if that way yeah you know all new faces to Fraser except for Kelsey Grammer but like for somebody this is their potential big break you know Absolutely. this is this is this is their big break this is maybe their family getting on sag health insurance this is you know this could be if this goes well and i mean that's for every actor who does you know i have a lot of friends who uh have been in sitcoms or auditioned for sitcoms you don't know if it's going to be a one-time paycheck or if this is going to be the next 20 years of your life playing fraser crane right or if it's going to be I mean, what an exciting but terrifying feeling. I think I, I I try to empathize with that first. Yeah. And then, yeah, the fan in me is like, what are you doing? Why are you guys making this? But also, like, <laughs> I hope it's great because I yeah. want everything to be great. I, th- I think that I think that's a lovely a lovely mentality and, and a view that I think I'm going to adopt going forward from this, this episode. <laughs> I think I think I've learned I've learned a lot from 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 listening to you, and I think I think your passion for what you do is infectious. But I think that kind oh, of thank nook- you. That nugget of, of wisdom there is is the thing that I'm gonna I'm gonna take away. Uh, my last question for you is a nice simple one. Um, I mean, you've alluded to it with with the episode that you are remaking. What is your favorite episode of Frasier? Oh my god! Um, god, what I, I should have been more prepared for that question. Um, I have sprung that on you very unfairly. Right, but I mean, it, it's a really like if I had to sit down and be like, well, what kind of questions are they going to ask me? Like, <laughs> that, that would have been. <laughs> Is Frasier the kind of show that you think like, you've you've passed through front to back like multiple oh, you know, five multiple, six multiple double times. digit times? Yeah, I'm I'm always either during. I'm always either kind of like watching Frasier or I'm in like a uh, three to four month period where I'm where I've finished and I'm taking a break. And then yeah. at some point I'll be like, yeah, I should watch Frasier again. And then I'll, you know, I'll rewatch it. I love um, I love all the cabin episodes. Oh, like just the, the, you the, and the, me the both. True farcical, you know, they're just they're so fun. And they're cozy as well. They feel cozy and nostalgic yeah. and yes, and 90s. I don't know that I could. I, th- this has become a favorite. I mean, it was always one of my favorites. One of the reasons I chose it. Yeah. But I've now, you know, I've probably watched. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've watched it working on this, but um, too, way too many. Mm. Um, and I And I still, I'll still laugh at stuff. So, you know. There's some jokes that I I 
that will you know soften over time. And then there's other things. This this incredible um, animator just sent in a batch where uh, the way that it was animated has added a joke really? without take without 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 like pulling the rug out from under it. It's just added to a joke um, visually that was never part of the episode before. Um, yeah, I'll, there's there's uh, in the in that episode that um, my copy with Niles. There's a a beat where you know, it's really early on in, in Niles and Roz's relationship. And so Roz kind of, you know, walks off and Niles is like, I don't think she likes me. And so the way it was animated, they're all these kind of claymation shapes. And Roz is a ball that literally like bounces out of the room and flattens Niles. And so then <laughs> a smushed face clay Niles on the ground is like, I don't think she likes me. And it's even more like heightened because she's literally just smushed him. Yeah. Uh, which why would anyone ever think that that's part of a like seeing everyone's different take on on making their six seconds really unique without taking away from the overall episode um it's been really it's been so cool yeah that that's awesome that, that, i'm just so excited to watch it and and encourage everyone listening and there'll be plenty of people listening and we'll be making sure this goes out on as to, to even more people than listen on uh on socials but uh, it's been amazing chatting to you, Jacob, and thank you. Yeah, so thanks so much, much for having for me on. An absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing this project. Thank you to all of your artist friends and the people that are collaborating with you on this this wonderful, weird, beautiful thing. Um, and yeah, if people can go and see it in theaters, I'm begging you to go and do it because I would give anything to go and see it in a theater. But I think I'm go a bit... fill fill out the form. Say that. Say, I, I, I don't London, think it's going right? to. Co- I know I, if London's quite far from me. I mean, not far oh, in no. not far in America terms like i'd say it's like sure. you know an hour and a half two hours on the train that's nothing to you guys oh my god um, that's that's getting across los angeles <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know so i was embarrassed to say um but yeah no go go and watch this wonderful thing october 11th uh our fraser remake um but other than that thank you so much for listening to the podcast and thank you jacob hey baby i hear the blues are calling toss salads and scrambled eggs Oh, my. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. But I got you pegs. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. <laughs>